Drop the mic. Hi guys. Welcome back to All Twenty Two Podcast. Um glad to have you on today. Two more guests. Um introduce yourselves. Give me give me your name, position, um, and where you're from and why you chose Junietta, please. Uh I'm Noah Wright. Uh I play quarterback. Um uh, I'm from Mifflin County High School. Uh, I chose Juniata because it's uh, close to home, and I was a big fan of the coaches and just wanted to see what I could do when I came here. I'm Cole Osman, uh, senior. Used to be linebacker, converted D lineman. Got my hands in the dirt. Um, I'm from Nazareth, Pennsylvania, the Lehigh Valley. And um, I chose Juniata because I love to hunt and fish, and School's in the middle of nowhere. The uh, Lehigh Valley, not the infamous 610? Well, area code, the 610. What area code are you in? Are you still 717? Uh, seven seven. You're still 717. Yeah. 717, guys. <laughs> Inferior. Inferior. Mid-pen guys. Mid-pen guys. We almost played each other in high school. We were a we year did. out. We did. I would have picked you off like three times. I mean, I don't Probably know. not, no. I was I was 145-pound strong safety slash outside linebacker. And also right. a freshman in high school. Yeah, I would have been a freshman. <laughs> I would have been even tinier. I would have been terrible. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but, yeah, that was because you and Juju went to MIFCO. Yep. Um, you guys play in a um, basically boxing arena. Um, yes. You have a fence right at the field, and it is a it is a dog fight there. Uh, that field's legendary, man. Legendary? By, by about week five, there's, there's no grass. Uh, it's just a yep. mud pit. Mm-hmm. And it's cold up there. It does get pretty cold. It gets pretty cold. Um, I played there my sophomore year. We lost by a lot. Um, we went one and nine. The only team we beat was Hunter Loggerman's Hanover. Shout out Log. Shout out Coach Log. That is the only only team we beat, and they, we whooped them. So that that says a lot. But um, I, we sometimes like we'll say something about the mid pen, and we just rattle each other. Like we just talk. It's crazy. Like. Other guys will be like, yeah, 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 and then me and you are just like, oh yeah, this guy, this guy here, this guy here, because yeah. we, I mean, we played a lot of the same guys, you know, uh, Kyle Schwartz, Kenyon, yeah, Kenyon yep. Johnson, hurdled one of my teammates actually. Kenyon Johnson, my senior year, we played them last game. If we won, we were going to win the the league, and there was like ten seconds left, and we were up by six or up by seven, and he rolled out and hurtled into the end zone to tie the or to go down one and then we blocked a two point conversion and won the game. Wow. But yeah, he's he was a freak. Because well, he's at the rock now. Yeah, he plays receiver at the rock. He receiver? I thought it was yeah. he, they moved him out wow. He was a freak athlete because he played quarterback wearing number twenty one and then they had a fullback number eleven that would then go to quarterback so they could hand it <laughs> off to him when they played running back. And then he also played like linebacker and just eight people. You were a little younger but uh Cody Gustafson I played against Nick. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, he was a dog at Grove City. Yeah, when we played him. So was he good at? He I think good? he. I think when we played him my sophomore year, he had probably close to 300 receiving yards. But they would just throw him the ball every wow, single yeah. game or every single play. Like his dad was his offensive coordinator at Ship, uh, so and he knew that. Yeah, that he was his best player. So I mean, and they've been more of a wing T. Yeah, like running the ball and still because what they would have had um 26. What was his name? Uh, Hauser. No, they had the well. The Hauser was twenty eight. He was or two. He was good. Yeah. But then they had the fast little guy. Yeah, yeah. I played against, and then they had Isaiah yeah, Adams' younger brother. brother. He was good. And then, well, my sophomore year, I had to line up against Nick and then Anthony Smith. So that's six seven and six four right there. He ended up. Did he go high D one. 
Anthony Smith. And he's at Minnesota. He was so, actually yeah. just here Friday, Saturday. So, yeah. Saturday. Um, he was a freak of nature. Him playing basketball, that was beautiful. He was a big man running up down the court, just windmill stuff. Talking was, about basketball, I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, basketball star here. No, right. <laughs> but funny story, I, I played Micah Parsons in basketball. In basketball. Year. Cool. Yeah. He got a, a fast break, and one of my buddies thought he could jump with him, and he – he you could probably find a video out there somewhere of Michael Parsons dunking on Mifflin County, but it's, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> Jeez, you Whole bench got a technical for all. They all came on the court. It was pretty nuts. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my gosh. God. That's crazy. Oh Defensive Rookie of the Year. I was on the same court. That's an honor, man. <laughs> it is. I think I have a picture crazy. somewhere of uh, me and Nate Vargo. You remember Vargo? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. We're, we're at the free throw line, and Mike is standing in between us, and we look like little kids. <laughs> Was he a three sporter? Mm, he actually he played football. He wrestled and he played basketball. Oh, geez, so he geez. he wrestled when they needed him to, and then played basketball when they needed him to. Oh Good gosh. grief! Because I know Anthony Smith. He was a three sporter. He could have probably gone D one in all three. Because he did track too. He oh my gosh, he threw disc. He was really good, but not Micah Parsons at any level. Cool. Did you play uh, Saquon? In high school? Yeah, actually, Played Saquon. I went. I, we were at Penn State's on sevens when we saw Saquon's yeah, little brother. So actually, a little bit different thing is I was high school teammates with Jahan Dotson. Oh. Um, played against Saquon Barkley. That I was a freshman, so I was on the freshman team, so I didn't even play against him. But I was at the game, and I just remember watching Saquon make a bunch of clowns out of our defense and. Like, what, what are you going to do? You stack eight guys in the box, and you watch number 26 in a Whitehall Zephyrs uniform <laughs> make you look like a clown. <laughs> so that that was uh, that was an interesting game. And then playing with Jahan was really cool. Um, really good, really good athlete, humble kid, su- super nice guy, never let anything get to his head at all. So he's having a pretty good year. Hopefully he can get this hamstring thing figured out so he can get back out on the field because he's got a chance to be Offensive Rookie of the Year. With his touchdown numbers. One with um, Brees Hall going down. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's kind of wide open. Bailey Zappi maybe. I don't even know. His o- oh, not like his odds for – I saw on Instagram today. His odds went down like significantly after last night. Like he's now one of the favorites. Yeah. Bailey Zappi is. So. But hopefully – I mean, I hope John – Yeah. Yeah, I mean, funny thing is, you guys ran into him last year at the blue and white, the blue and white spring game. Oh, up, I saw, up there I saw that State picture. College. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. We ran yeah. into him and Micah Parsons. Oh my, oh my god, Micah Parsons had this chain on it. It had a lion, and it was like it covered his whole chest, and it said "Heart of a Lion," and it was enough to intimidate you itself. Yeah, go or Terps. Probably because he was the defensive <laughs> rookie of the year in the NFL. That is probably also pretty scary. And like he's, like he's not, like he's. Like only six foot three, so like he's not that much taller than yeah, I am. But he's just but he's way wide. bigger and like stout. Like it's it's yeah. Well, he's an NFL <laughs> linebacker, so I would hope. Oh my! See, last year I was at down at the Maryland Penn State game, and we watched Jahan Dotson just absolutely torch our secondary because they would yeah. just for some reason they would just man coverage, no no safety help, and James Franklin somehow wasn't that dumb and just <laughs> threw him the ball. Well, it was like <laughs> a couple of things I could tell you about Jahan. He might not be the biggest. He might not be the fastest. He might not be the strongest. But ever since I've known that kid, since I was like seven, he's always had a football in his hands. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee if there is a ball thrown in his catch radius, he's going to catch it. No matter how, where it hits him. If it's in his catch radius, he will catch the football. He has the best hands I've ever seen. Ever. Didn't you say he's, he was your, like, when you played peewee football, he was the quarterback? Yeah, he was our quarterback in peewee. And 
it was yeah it was something to watch the kids got an absolute cannon because in high school we we had a our our quarterback in high school is d1 he went to maine anthony harris so we had a really good quarterback in high school and anthony is also really fast so we did like this philly special sort of deal but instead of like red zone we'd run it at the 50 and <laughs> pitch it to Jahan we'd like pitch it backwards to Jahan and Anthony would run a wheel route on the backside down the down the home team sidelines and Jahan would just send one up there it was yeah it was something to watch now I didn't play too much offense back yeah. in the day. I still to, don't play I'm gonna have to talk to Coach Carr see if we can get that in the playbook yeah we'll see what we can do Coach, little... Coach Josh Cole Cole Osmond running back special here <laughs> yeah I do miss toting the rock here and there a little bit you know it was it was a fun time i'm more of a one cut guy one trick pony <laughs> find the hole get north and south <laughs> hey if you need another wide receiver i still i could still lace up with the gloves on and hey you never know man we ran wing t so i had like nine catches as our leading receiver it was like three all three touchdowns are trick plays it was fun stuff yeah, but you guys are real run heavy run heavy power oh we still are there. yeah i mean football yeah because I, I, I mean i played a little bit of defense <clears throat> Like my junior year, and I would play defense as a senior when they needed somebody. And I remember scouting Greencastle, and we would just put eight to nine guys yep. in the box mm-hmm. and just. Yep. It was um, wing T with one extended. Um, I was that extended guy, and I think this year um, our best running back, Tavon Cooper, has got the ball at least two hundred times. So we're a thousand yards <laughs> on the like, yeah, heavy wing T, heavy run. I, I have a I have a confession to make. If we're gonna talk about wing T, power eye, and like old school hard mouth football. As I am probably the biggest advocate of the wing T and power eye and the four four stack defense. Coach Doc, I know you're watching. I've never once ran the four four stack a day in my life. <laughs> I've only ever ran the three four my entire seventeen years of football. I've only ever ran a three four, maybe a four three one year. But yeah. And then uh Offensively, yeah, wide open spread. Literally, have never, <laughs> never ran power eye or wing T. I just think it looks awesome. You lucky bum. <laughs> yeah. So, as a giant advocate of all three of those styles of football, never ran them once. So, uh, I'm sorry I bug a lot of people about we should install more of it. <laughs> my my sophomore year, we were actually spreading like the pistol look, like we'd be a pistol with a wing, but like after that, we were just straight up wing T, just try to run the ball <clears throat> down your mouth. We tried. Um, didn't work a lot of times, but you know that's why I played defense for all my career. But you know, yeah, sort where tough guys play. Exactly. I don't know about all that. Oh, here we go. Oh my gosh, what did you play on defense? I when played you safety. Play? I played safety. Oh my, you bum. He's a quarterback. Obviously, he's gonna play safety. I, I, I was I quarterback have, uh, back in my day. I think I have. I had two picks to my name, two or three in high school. So not bad. There you go. I had one, and it was a pick six against a punter. Yeah, fake punt. Mm. Take it to the rack. Don't, don't throw shade on punters. I'm not. I, I mean, oh, punters yeah. are people, oh, punters you're, are people too. You're a punter Love too. Wyatt, part-time. Part-time, part-time punter. punter, my bad. Still doesn't give me the invite to Coach Doc's for dinner. Ooh, Coach no. Doc, if you're watching, I'm still the upset s- about it. The specialists weren't even there at the dinner. Uh, that's that's no. ridiculous because the specialist is a defensive play. You're giving the ball to the other team. When they're on the field, except on KOR. Coach Stock, you really need to step it up, man. That's unacceptable. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. that's muscle beats for you right there. I will talk to Trent about this. I'm on your case, Stock. Yeah, but yeah, I I was JV quarterback once a once upon a time ago. I'm hmm. um, starting JV quarterback, starting varsity safety. Um, so I got my 
crap rocked um like every day of the week it was fun because <laughs> nice. um my center would snap the ball like five yards over my head and then i'd proceed to run and get it and get tackled for a negative 15 yard sack probably <laughs> every play like at some points i just like i like said the cadence and immediately just jumped to try to get the ball down but i'd i give you a run for your money pre-elbow injury pre that's now fair. i'm fair. you're lucky because i can't really play quarterback now you're Extremely lucky. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whatever, whatever you say, Shank. Cole, I just, I've been dying now. Let me, let me hear it. The Cole Osmond story. Your, your character. We'll just say that. Well, for those of you who don't know Cole Osmond very well, we have a character on our hands. Well, I don't know. I don't know where you want me to start, Shank. Do we want to? Dude, just go from the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning, or do you want? Let me have it. All right. We'll start. We'll start off my. We'll go football career. So we'll start at age four. Oh my. Age four, I get signed up for football to go play for the Upper Nazareth Clippers. I played two years of flag football, so I got the nickname Cole Captain America Osmond. <laughs> That's my, why you wear the Captain America shirt. Yes, that is correct. On wow. why I've worn a Captain America shirt and/or socks my entire football career, and to this day. I wear the same Captain America shirt that I've worn since I was an eight. Tiny little cropped, <laughs> yeah. cropped top. Well, it was, is that it, cut? or is it is, it? It's cut. It used to be an actual shirt, and then I've grown since I was in eighth grade. So it <laughs> then has bit. turned into my underpad crop top shirt. Hence Actually, the uh, move to D-line. Yeah, hence the move to D-line. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, so that's how I got Cole Captain America Osmond. Um, that's where the Captain America comes from. We'll fast forward to... Middle school, I guess. I played on a, obviously, the Nazareth Middle School team. We were really, really good. But we had a coach. His name was J.C. Martosi. <laughs> All right? And this guy was a clown. He was also an Abercrombie model. And I know not everyone knows who I am. But Abercrombie models are not my type of people. What is your type of people? Cowboy boots and jeans. I say rednecks. Yeah. And this dude showed up one day with a haircut that was whack. I mean, whack. Like Josh Samuels whack? Because yeah. I'll go back to that, Josh. Yeah. No. Never go my, there again, my, buddy. My dude, my dude made Josh Samuels look like a 10. Like, I, yeah. I mean, it was terrible. Wow. We went up to practice that day. This is all the same day. And this guy loses his phone, right? Makes the whole team run. We're running, and we're running, and we're running, and we're running. We're still running until someone confesses to stealing his phone. Well, one of our assistant coaches thought it would be a bright idea to call his phone, which I think should have happened before we started running. But he put it in the bottom part of his cargo shorts, not in the top pocket that he could feel, but in the bottom part. So when the ringer went off and it was in his pants, he ended practice and apologized to us. So that was, yeah, that's middle school football for Cole Osmond. Had to play for an Abercrombie and Fitch model. Um, next, went, went on to high school. Played on our freshman team. We were horrendous. We were terrible. I played for one of my favorite coaches of all time, though. He became my linebacker coach in high school, Jimmy Trinello. He was a Marine. And, like, to this day, I think I have PTSD from him screaming on the sidelines, where are my linebackers? We we did run a four four stack that year because we gave up about three hundred yards rushing every week, <laughs> so that was terrible. Um, high school was a high school football is a huge thing in the Lehigh Valley. Obviously, 
I played against and with a lot of great, great players. Um, it's really neat to see the town shut down and like everybody come out and support um, the local teams and go play in these legendary stadiums with such a rich winning history just in the area alone. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's then came time to pick a college and I I ended football my football career in high school. I was like, I need to play. Like I can't stop now. I like I want to keep playing and was checking out some schools and then my aunt and uncle actually came here my aunt christy orensdorf shout out aunt christy four-time all-american volleyball player wow yeah that's pretty cool that's impressive yeah um i said you should go check out juniata and i was like mm, maybe so one day my dad drug me out here i was like you know what I was like, this place ain't too bad ain't too bad so I came back a few more times, really liked the coaching staff. Um, I was like, you know, I'm going to give this place a shot. I was like, I'm going to be a Juniata Eagle. <clears throat> Pretty cool. Did you have to call Nick Saban and them and see, like, hey, guys, <laughs> yeah. I, I made up my mind. I mean, like, it was a really tough talk with Coach O. <laughs> like, it was t he was still – well, no, he was at LSU at that time, yeah. So, yeah, it was really terrible. I was like – he was in my ear like, hey, man, you know, like – Go Tigers. Yeah, go go, tigers. he's like, go Tigers, shrimp and grits. I'm like, yeah, Coach O. Like, Coach Launce is over here talking to me. <laughs> like, what, what are you bringing to the table? He just, he couldn't match it, so I'm here. Um, Yeah. And then fast forward to the summer, going into college, right? We come out for our overnight orientation. They don't even do this anymore, but they should. You get split up into three different orientation groups to come overnight on campus and stay for one night over the summer to kind of meet some of the we people. We do something like it. Yeah. Do you? And it's called inbound. It's like th you two nights, three days. Yeah. You have like an activity. Well, back. Uh, ours ba was just what, one night? Ours was one night, but they they did inbound when we were freshmen, but, but football players weren't allowed to go. Camp. It was uh, during camp when they did. They made like summer time. They made like two summer weekends we could go. Yeah. yeah so, that's cool. Yeah, we did um, overnight orientation. They did it by alphabetical order. So I check my roommate, and I see my roommate says, John Pence, football <laughs> player. Now I'm sitting there thinking, I wonder who this schmuck is going to be. <laughs> who is this guy? And in walks some tall, lanky redhead, and I'm thinking, hmm, who is this guy here? And, you know, we start hanging out. I'm like, That's, it's pretty cool. So I'm like, hey, guy, you got a roommate? And he goes, yeah, because this is where you would select your roommate for the upcoming year. He goes, yeah, I got one already. Sorry, bud. It's, was, funny. it's funny you say that because he asked me, like, weeks before orientation if I had a roommate and I had already had Juju, so I kind of felt bad. But uh -uh. it's kind of funny we all came full circle. Oh, it, we did come full circle. Um, so fast forward, my freshman year, I ended up having a roommate. His name's Jason Hovis, our long snapper. He's been shout, on the show. Shout out Hovis. That's twice. also been on the show twice, you know, big specialist guy. I'm third string long snapper, not to drag my nuts or anything, <laughs> but, you know, third string long snapper over here. See you on Sundays. Um, yeah. So me and Hove had a great year. My sophomore year was COVID year. Big time fell apart. Had a couple roommates, lived with Tommy Keaton and a couple other people. Things didn't end up working out. You can't live in an East room with three dudes. So I was like, junior year, I'm looking for some roommates. And now me and this John guy, uh, we're pretty good friends. We're good hunting buddies and stuff and went fishing together throughout our freshman and sophomore year. And then I heard that the 207, going to be 307 crew, 
Shmoney and John's room, as well as a couple other clowns, uh, Christian, Coach Gav, Coach Log, um, Connor Mundus lived with us that year. We're looking for an eighth person. I said, you know what? I'll do you guys a favor. <laughs> I'll move in. Huge favor. Huge favor. So I moved in and ended up now living with the kid that I met at my overnight orientation that told me he didn't want to be my roommate. That's a tr- true love story. Right? It is. And, you know, we've been together two years. We've had our ups and downs. Um, we've not talked to each other for two weeks at a time. There there was a time last year that, that JT pretended that, that Cole was at home for two two straight weeks. Would not speak to me for two straight weeks. It's that rough. Wow. Yeah, sometimes it was it was that rough. Um, he actually got a lot of people in on it, too. Yeah, there was a ton of people that were in on not talking to me for two weeks. It was pretty cool. Um, I was thrilled. And currently, you know, you think you think you get to a point and the jokes end, right? Well, tonight I'm walking into this podcast and I need my gold card to get in the building. <laughs> I, I go in my wallet. I was a witness. Oh, really? Yeah. I go in my wallet where my gold card should be. Guess what's not there? Oh, oh, that's right. My gold card. It's missing. Now, if I had to take a guess on who took it, it's probably a tall, lanky redhead named John. You're wrong. Was it the... Shank. What? It wasn't Shank. I don't it wasn't have it Shank. No. You have to find out you're on your own. Okay. I'm putting money on JT because if there's one person that's going to mess with me, it's him. Or Evan Mock, and he wasn't even in <laughs> Baker. That's a baseball player, and not that everyone knows. Mifco guy. Another yeah, Mifco another guy. Mifco oh, guy. Mifco. Um, Imagine being called Mifco. Like, yeah. Just yuck. Mifflin County. Disgusting. Yuck. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Cole's been to Mifco. I've been to Mifco. I once dated a girl from Mifco. <laughs> Terrible decision. Exactly. It was awful. Worst decision of my life. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm kidding. It went along what month? Month it and a half. It was about. It, it was about 28 days. It was cool. Days. Um, can yeah. You, can you quickly walk me through um, what happened when you failed that one test? That whole oh. line of story. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we were that lunch that one day, and we were rattling off. We were laughing. Yeah. A lot. So two weeks ago, <laughs> I had a rough one. All right, I hand, actually it was three weeks ago, I hand a test in, I'm thinking, yes, that's an A right there, that's at least a 95. I get the test back, I got a 42. Not 42 out of 50, not like an 84%, a 42%. I'm like, what? So in the span of about two minutes of receiving the test, I open my laptop and I log on to beamarine.com. (laughs) (laughs) i start i i start talking to a recruiter about enlisting for the united states marine corps Uh, after i after i have a conversation with um god bless his soul he just got done with his third surgery jake matchock a marine that's on our team actually i said dude it might be joining you two minutes after that i said you know what i'm gonna start the application the state police (laughs) open my laptop again start my application for the state police I said, hmm, 42%, you know what you need? A new truck. <laughs> Literally go home the next day, bought a new truck. Here I sit. <laughs> That's a great way to treat yourself there. Here I sit. He's got options, man. Options. I can be a Marine. I can. I need to. I, the first part of my application, the state police got accepted. I got to take the written exam now. You and exams don't Me and exams well. seem yeah. to not be going that well. Don't get a 42 on that. Yeah, if I get a 42 on that, we got issues. So, yeah, that's that's pretty neat. Um, also, you also could be an environmental scientist, correct? I'm also I'm an environmental science major, so these things don't correlate at all. 
<laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> Doctor Private Deputy Medical yeah. Osman. Yeah, Doctor Private Deputy Colonel. Colonel <laughs> Car salesman. Osman. <laughs> I mean, jack of all trades. I do it all. You know, I played middle linebacker for 16 and a half years. My last five games of my football career, playing nose guard. Playing a little D end. How are you loving it? How are you liking it? The trenches, you know, you have a newfound respect for dudes that weigh 300 pounds. Because <laughs> they weigh 300 pounds. Shout out Kato. Yeah, shout out Kato. Them old dogs, man, I'll tell you what. Like, I'm like, I was loving it for the, about the first 15 minutes. Because I was like, man, I'm way faster than all these guys. This is cool. I've never been fast my whole life. And then it turned into, wow, I'm real tired because they weigh 100 pounds more than me. And they're just laying on me. Yeah, so that was neat. Um, Speaking of laying on, um, this past year, Waynesboro has a kid. He's 400 pounds, about 6'5", wow. 6'7". I went to one of their games because we, we had a Thursday game. I went to one of their Friday games. There was an ambulance there for about 30 minutes because he laid on a kid and hurt wow. him. Wow. Holy fish paste. Like, like he hurt two kids well, laying on like him. A, Florida's got that dude It's like. Yeah, real yes. tall and weighs four seventeen and runs like yeah. a like a five one forty. It's <laughs> which is insane. ridiculous. Me and me and Gunnar Lester actually know this kid from the pool, back back in the old Waynesburg, as Coach Doc says. Yeah, it says it Where's Waynesburg? <laughs> Northern Hagerstown, to be precise. Yeah, well, Waynesboro's in Maryland. If we're gonna ask our so, fat punter, Coach Bruner, and then Greencastle is also in Maryland. <laughs> yeah, Greencastle is also in Maryland. This four hundred pound kid would always come to the pool, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to save you, buddy. <laughs> like. I might die too yeah. if you're drowning. Yeah, you best float. Yeah. <laughs> you better, but well, let's. I, I think we should talk about our, our junior college football careers as as they're slowly winding ga- down. We got three games left to our oh, my you guys senior have year, fifth and, years, and he's got a fifth year coming up. It all depends if I get accepted in the police academy. <laughs> That's true. You have options. <laughs> I have options. Back to these options, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, freshman year. Uh, I I didn't see it. I mean I saw time as the punter, which funny story I actually came in, no intentions of punting and we had a we didn't have a punter and our quarterback at the time was going to punt and then when we scrimmaged St Vincent the we blocked a punt and broke their punter's leg and they immediately said all right our quarterback can't punt can you punt and I was like yeah I can do it like I did it in high school and that's where I saw time I saw I mean scout reps as a freshman and. Sophomore year was COVID, so like we didn't play any games, and that was a miserable, miserable season. Uh, yeah, it's hard to practice five days a week for for no games. That for nine months. For nine months out of the year, uh, but yeah, uh, we enjoyed it. Worked hard, all twenty of us on the team at the time. It was awesome. Um, junior year last year, um, I started off the year as the three, the third quarterback, and some things happened. I moved up to two. And I, I played. I started against F and M, played a pretty okay first half, and then kind of fell fell off a little bit in the second half, and got moved back to the two. But we put in, we put in a wildcat package that we called that our old quarterback coach called Hancock. Hancock. Because Hancock wore the goggles, and so all of our plays in in that package where it was goggles one, goggles two, <laughs> goggles three, and goggles. Because you're a goggles guy yourself. A big goggles guy. You gotta. I love the goggles, but so I, I, I played that role a little bit and studious the, and athletic. <laughs> and this year, I mean, uh, back uh, being the starter, I, a lot of pressure, kind of more pressure this year than I have ever had. But I mean, after after week one, I didn't really feel it as much. Like I just kind of had to get that monkey off my back and just kind of play loose and 
have fun while doing it. So I'm enjoying it. So and you're gonna be back for a fifth year. Yeah, better be. Plan to. Good. Yeah, my my freshman year. Um, actually, the person that was my recruiting area guy, he ended up having for junior. He ended up having something happen to him. So I was recruited by the head coach, Coach Lawrence. Um, and he basically told me about the bubonic plague that hit the linebacker locker room and said that we have none left. And he said, and he would call me a couple times a week, every week of the recruiting process. Now, he recruited me through my junior year, too, of high school, and he called me all the time, and we'd talk. And then we were playing week one my freshman year against Grove City. They had an All-American running back named Wesley Schools, and Coach Lawrence used to call me over the summer and be like, I need a crazy insert derogatory term right there like you to come out here and mess this dude up i was like yeah i was like awesome so i get out here i battle it off with some other guys to for the linebacker spot and i actually get the nod to start week one against grove city and i can i can honestly say besides this past year every year that we've had a game in college, I've made the opening tackle of the season, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but freshman year, they run trap, and I saw, I knew exactly what play was coming because I'm a big film guy. And I read it beautifully, and I come untouched to the running back in the hole, and I unload everything I have, <laughs> thinking that I'm going to absolutely set this. My, my first collegiate hit is going to be me separating this dude from his chicklets. <laughs> well, I hit him as hard as I possibly could, and he fell forward. <laughs> and I, I looked, and I'm... I hit pretty hard, I'd like to say. I looked at myself, and I just thought, well, boys, this might be a long day. Western Schools had a great game that day. <laughs> Shout out to him. I think, he had, I think he had 250 on the ground yeah, that day. Yeah, he hung 250 on us. That was cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> freshman year went along, and like week three in practice, we're doing inside run down, down by the baseball field end zone, and we had this really, really tall, big – Offensive tackle. His name was Caleb Wright, and he was about, no relation. No relation. No, okay. no relation to Schmoney. And he was um, not exactly the most athletic or most stable on his feet type of fella. Yeah, and he trips over a uh, one of his fellow guards named Schlanker. Oh, Schlank. Who's about five three, two ten. Two completely different guys. Yeah, two completely different guys. And he falls and hits my right leg, and I feel something pop. I'm like, hmm. That feels kind of weird, and I had enough adrenaline during practice at the time that I didn't notice anything of it. I woke up the next morning, went to step down out of my bed. Hovis can vouch for this. I fell flat on the floor because I used my right leg to try and stand up. I was like, this ain't right. So that started the Cole Osmond Wounded Warrior Project. <laughs> um, I went down. Turns out I had a sprained MCL and a torn meniscus in my right leg. Get get a pretty rapid surgery. Was able to come back and play some some for the rest of the year, so that was pretty fun. And then sophomore year was the COVID season, and as terrible as that was, we did competition period every single day, and it got really creative, and that was a lot of fun. We had two-hour practices. We did have we did have a lot of fun. Yeah, we did year. have a lot of fun. It was we, like we had to make make our own fun without games. Yeah, so was, you had to make your own fun without games, and you got really sick and tired of playing against the same eleven dudes five days a week all year long. If I do add. Well, to add on that, we had, what we have, 25? We had 25 guys. And so if somebody got hurt, like, we only had four DBs. Yeah. So if a DB got hurt, Coach Lilly would fill in. Coach Lilly played corner. 
in practice. I mean, bless Coach Carter's soul for that being his first year here. Yeah, yeah, really. And not to mention, two weeks into him getting hired, we think it's a good idea during COVID lockdown. Hey, let's go have a party on the lake. So yeah. the football team may or may not have went out to the lake. This is known as Raystown Rebellion. And we had a party out at the lake thinking that it's not on campus. We can't get in trouble. Well, we found out the hard way. We all got booted. Yeah, well, about that. <laughs> you you guys all went, and all of us in our room stayed in, in the room. So all, everybody on the football team but the kids in our room and a couple freshmen were the only – like. We were the only kids on the team, so they still made us lift at 6 a.m., and you guys got to be at home. So Yeah, I killed a monster buck <laughs> at home. I went home, and literally the next day after they booted me out of here, I shot a slammer. And I was like, you know what? This is a godsend. This is a sign from God. Yeah. And then junior year came around, and I busted my hump my sophomore year summer going into my junior year thinking I finally get to play against somebody in a different colored jersey like – I can't wait to come out and, like, smack somebody in a round. And um, come out, Grove City week one, make the first tackle of the game. I'm thinking, let's go. What up, 3-6? Play number 100 right on the dot. Cody Gustafson runs a slant. Didn't see him coming. I turn around at the last second. I see him, and I try to pick him up and suplex him over me. My cleat gets stuck in the turf, and I spin around on my leg and tear everything in it. My left leg gone. You were you were hurt before. You were like playing kind of hurt a little oh, bit. I was already playing hurt because in the St. Vincent scrimmage, the second, well, probably the scariest man alive. Sorry, Coach Tread, you're number two. <laughs> Nate Barron dove and took out my right leg again, and I had a really high ankle sprain. And the rule from the coaches and the trainers was, if you can run two days before the game, you can play. We we told you not to play. I was told by multiple people not to play. I took enough painkillers to kill a horse and <laughs> ran up and down the basketball court and then was like, all right, I'm playing in two days. Yeah. Yeah, it was a real good decision. As then, I couldn't walk for until February. Then he, then he was a, a potato <laughs> and sat on our couch for- And drank beer. For four weeks. Yeah. Is that, I, that what, how long it was? Four weeks? You didn't six leave the weeks, couch? I couldn't, six weeks, I didn't leave the couch because my leg was locked straight for we, six weeks. We'd go to class, come back. We'd go to class, Colby laying on the couch sleeping. We'd come back from class an hour or two later, Colby laying on the couch sleeping. Go to practice, Cole's still laying on the couch. We get back, Cole's laying on the couch awake, drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great day. Yeah, it was it was terrible. It was he, absolutely awful. He left a, a case of beer sit at the end of the couch. For that six weeks straight, he had a fresh case of beer sitting there about every day. Every day. About every day. That's what's in here now. Yeah, that's what that's back, what back made me a D lineman. <laughs> um, beer belly. Yeah, a little blue can action happened. Um, actually, I lost a whole bunch of weight when I got hurt because I didn't eat because I didn't walk to Baker. So I was literally just drank beer, which I mean, no, it's not, not ideal. We're it's not, not condoning not it whatsoever. That. No, Don't no do that. disclaimer. No, <laughs> that's, that's a terrible. No. That's a terrible way to All heal. All twenty two does not. Condone we're, beer. We're, no. we're uh, telling you what not to not, do. Yeah, exactly. These are things not to do. Well, and then, you know, we can fast forward now to senior year. I uh, I rehab for a long, long time, and I bust my hump again all summer long. Now this time just being able to play effectively. And I come back, and I kind of get jerked around by my doctor a little bit. I called this guy in July. I was like, hey, can I get my knee brace fitted? And... <laughs> Old, old son never got back to me, so it took me about all camp to get my actual playing knee brace. So I didn't get to do too much contact. 
um, which, you know, it's all right. One thing led to another. And now, granted, I didn't have a lot of speed to give up, <laughs> but I lost a lot of speed. So I didn't end up I didn't end up starting a linebacker this year, which is all right. You know, things happen. Um, no opening game tackle? No opening game tackle. Wow. That, that stunk. But I was the only one to get pressure on the quarterback in week one, which was cool. Um, yeah, so... I was, you know, playing, got to like week four, and I was like, I was like, man, I kind of want to see a little bit more playing time. I uh, wonder what the D line's all about. They seem like they <laughs> rotate a whole heck of a lot, and they, they're switching guys in and out all the time. I was like, I ain't that fast anymore. I can't cover anybody in a one on one situation. Might as well stick the old paws in the dirt and see what's up. So I talked to Coach Doc and Coach Mears, and, and Coach Doc goes, ah, by week, we, we'll switch you. I'm thinking, <laughs> All right, yeah, probably not. You know, he's just telling me to tell me that to shut up and get out of his office. <laughs> well, sure enough, bye week comes around and I go back and I'm sitting there and Doc's like, You think you can play nose guard? And I was like, <laughs> Nose guard? Five nine two oh five nose guard. I was like, Man, four tech would be nice. Nah, we'll put you at nose. All right. So I played nose guard for the bye week and then that quickly turned into tackle. <laughs> um Yeah, and played against F and M, the the dips. Had a couple tackles, a couple TFLs that fired me up. Then this past week, second career defensive line playing time. Oh, this is a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to play against my cousin. He was the right tackle for Muhlenberg in the fourth quarter, and I got to line up against him. Yeah, that was pretty cool, and I got a uh, two TFLs lined yeah. up on him. So sh- shout out Jordan. And you almost didn't play. The oh, second and I almost I didn't play say, the second half. Saying. I almost didn't play the second half because I'm still on kickoff, which <laughs> is near and dear to my heart. Um, you can take anything away from me. I could really care less, but please don't take away my kickoff because I really hope our special teams coordinator is not watching this right now. But when oh, I Coach P is <laughs> definitely watching this. Oh. But still, when I play kickoff, I don't even look for the football. <laughs> All right. I look for the guy that might be by the football, and I just think that poor soul is going to get launched because I have a 40-yard head start, and he's running backwards. And if I make the tackle, that's just a bonus. You won a, a special teams big play for a big hit, didn't you? I did win special teams big play for a big hit, and once again, it wasn't the guy with the football. didn't hit the guy with the football. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's beautiful. Are. And my gold card's still stolen. I want to ask you, Shank, uh, what, wh- how do you feel about the guys in your position room? I mean, I, I know all those guys are good guys. and mm-hmm. How did you like kind of interact with them from the start, and how has it been going from, from the beginning to now? Well, I kind of came in, you know, we had our little group chats over the summer, and I'll start th- – I'll you do this one because it's funny. And, you know, we're just talking, and I think, I think Connor – I just had him in my phone as Fry at the time. I thought he was some, like, you know – big really good guy like you know super strong athletic like something like that and he texts you like how's everybody's summer workouts going i'm like yeah not doing the best he's like hey man you'll do better text me or call me if i think i get into camp and then i meet connor fry for the first time i'm like oh shoot <laughs> wow but no i love you connor i love all the guys in that room um there are a bunch of great guys um a lot of people say me and connor are the same person which is nice to have someone with the same sense of humor <laughs> at times um and you know jr nigel super dudes um jake who, um, you know, thoughts and prayers with Jake, but Jake's an awesome guy too. Um, the guy I really look up to, um, Walker, Luke, all Booer, uh, Ryan. Um, Booer's your little guy. Yeah, He's Booer's my protege. Protege. <laughs> Booer, like me if you're and Connor. That's not a good thing. You'll, you no, do not want to be like Cole. But 
you know, all the guys in that room are, are super awesome, and I'm ready to get back and compete with them next year. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I'm itching. I'm itching. I, about, I fought my parents over Saturday. I, like, called my mom. I was talking to my dad. He was here. I'm like, I'm playing this week. <laughs> I was, oh, my gosh, I was fired up, and then I'm like, I can't play. Yeah, when, when they tell you don't play, yeah, I, you should probably not do it. Yeah. Coming from experience. Yeah, dude, I'd rather not have surgery be out 18 weeks yeah so we'll stick to that but you know i mean and just the whole team in general like i don't know some teams it's like oh my gosh seniors are the big cats everyone has to respect them i came here and it's like our chill like Mm -hmm. i made it feel like a real team which is nice i think part of that is is like we we've dealt with both ends of that like we've dealt with the the group of seniors that everybody bows down to and we respected them and we dealt with the group of seniors that that was really good with us and then like didn't look down on us and it's a, I mean it just goes back to we we've been around everything and just wanted to give the best opportunity for you guys to, when you're coming in so you guys feel welcome and feel at home yeah and actually like on a serious note too though like um I would say our senior class this year at Juniata Juniata has seen it all in like different different team styles like our freshman year was really interesting because it seems like the the seniors almost like exclude themselves from everybody else, yeah. and then the juniors that year, who were then seniors our sophomore year, were probably some of the best dudes. Yeah, we were close with a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, that was a great group. Like that had that had Coach Adam, um, yeah. like a bunch of those guys in it. That was a great Clay, group. Clay Goldberg. Clay Goldberg. Uh, Chop. Yeah. No, Portman, well, Benny. Yeah, that was the, that was next year. The next year. I'm oh, talking, you're talking like Dan, I'm Fletch, Fletch, Dan, okay. Loon, like those guys. That that was a great senior class, our sophomore year, and then our junior year seniors was like Chopper, Benny, Goldberg, um, those you, guys. You don't who know were any like of these really, guys. Really, no. they, yeah, you don't you don't know them, but like they were really like down to earth, just like nice guys, <clears throat> talk to everybody, um, and we kind of, and I think our class did a real at least tried or is trying or I don't know if we did or didn't but I think our goal was to do a blend of a little bit of everything of like hey like yeah we're older than you we have a little bit more experience so like respect us but at the end of the day we're not going to be we're not going to be jerks like, we, know, not, we, we know not, we need you guys yeah, yeah. you guys mean we need, a lot to this yeah, there's 30 of us we need in a lot class. we need a lot from yeah. you guys like pushing us like I can say in my group I, I mean I have me Tommy Cow and J3 and those guys those guys are awesome man like mm-hmm. they they push me every day, and I mean, I'm happy to have a group like that, that that's hungry to get reps and hungry to do whatever's needed. And like, it, it's awesome to have a group like that that pushes you every rep, and makes you want to be better. Yeah, no. yeah, I think that I think that really is a big part of it because we've also like la- not to talk about last year, but last year's team had a lot of like inner team problems. We didn't the the freshman class was a little bit of a like had to reel a couple of those guys in, you know, kind of control the horses a little bit, um, you know, some trim the fat and different things like that. But like, it's been it's been a wild ride through ha- going through what was just a normal college year to COVID year to welcome back from COVID year with a new head coach that coached us all for a year, but it's never seen us play in a game. Yeah, and your most experienced guys have 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 one season under their belt, and a lot of them didn't didn't a, see time. A lot in of them game. didn't see time in a game. To now, your coach's second year coaching, and against some of the top teams in the country against yeah what we got Hopkins is seven, Susk is eighteen, I think. Yeah, yeah. and if Bjornberg didn't didn't 
fumble up in the beginning of the year, they'd be in the top 25. Well, yeah, too. and Muhlenberg lost to Mary Harden Baylor and then had a rough one against your sinus. Like, but they were they, pre- took, they were preseason yeah. ranked eight. Yeah, yeah. And they took Hopkins to down to the wire. I think. Yeah, it took Hopkins down to the wire. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And now we're moving out. Yeah, and now we're leaving, which is like, which is a bittersweet thing for me personally because, like, yeah, I want to see everyone have success and whatnot and winning's very important to me but like i'm all about being the underdog and beating the big dogs Mm -hmm. because like where i come from my school wasn't the biggest in our league we were actually one of the smaller schools in our 6a league and we were oftentimes under talented and undersized but we were always very competitive which was it just it was so much more rewarding i and that's that's how i am like i don't want to be the big fish in a little pond i'd rather be I'd rather be the little fish in a big pond and sneak up on some of those big fish. But, you know, thing, things happen. Um, it'll be really fun to watch and see what happens. Not saying that the competition's going to get any easier, but no. you, don't, think, you don't have to go down to Baltimore anymore. I think going off that, I think that just kind of breeds what Juniata stands for. Like, I think we're just known as that underdog that, that plays hard. And, mm-hmm. and like, we, we you can't always count us out. Like, no. yeah. we haven't had, like, the greatest results all year, but. We play hard to the till the clock says zero, and especially after the bye week. Yeah, been... that's that's something you can never take away from Juniata mm-hmm. football is that they're going to play hard and they're going to play fat. They're going to play balls to the wall for what sixty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of those things. Like it reminds me of actually Wasick and Connor Fry's high school team. They played at Northampton, and they were they didn't always have the most success. But I can tell you on that Saturday morning after playing them on that Friday night. You knew you played Northampton because those dudes were just tough. Mm-hmm. They were just tough football players, and that is something I think. Like I talk a lot about, I talk about um, like culture, and I talk about play, like play with an intensity, play how you want to be seen, and play with a purpose. And I think like that is like what Juniata is at the roots. And I think we need to embrace that more. Is like tough, hard nosed like kids, because at the end of the day, you go to a school. Of, what 13 1400 students in the middle of the sticks of central pennsylvania like you got to go back to where you're from and your roots so that'd be that's that's cool like, i think I, I hope that's how people view us i think another thing that that we should that we have started to pride ourselves on is the energy that we bring uh-huh. like we've got some dudes that bring some serious energy like Kato. like you and and Cato and jr and yeah hunter wasick yeah and like there, there's some quiet guys that like hunter wolfley brings an energy that to, to the game that, like, you don't really see it yeah. in his emotions. When he's running he, into the end zone in a two-minute drill and flips everybody off <laughs> or something like that. You, you can, t- like, like, that's you can a, see it in his eye. Like, he's just one yeah. of those guys that this kind of leads by example. And, and I mean, Juju, Juju brings his energy. I mean. Day whatever it is. It's so-and-so day. Today was day 57. Um, Ethan Hurst, freshman year jersey. It's funny, number be, day. It's funny about Juju because, like, in high school he wasn't really. Like, he was outgoing and talked mm-hmm. to everybody, but he wasn't like that that loud like yeah. bring the energy guy like he's the one that just went out and did what he put his head down and did what he was supposed to do mm-hmm. and but yeah it's it's cool to see him kind of blossom into what he's been this year and yeah. and like talking about Hunter Wolfley how he's like quiet but lead, like on the defensive side that's that's Nigel for us yeah. like smiles yeah. like, he always has a smile on his face no matter what but like he definitely definitely leads I by forgot about another guy brings energy Q uh, no, Quentin Q. Stevens oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah all the time that dude whether he's playing offense defense special that dude teams, does it all man he yeah. will t- chirp chirp Dawson Boer, he's a he's a funny guy to yeah, watch. Yeah, Jeff little Boer, number number twenty eight, number twenty eight on the field, number one in your hearts. 
Um, Dawson Boer. I've also, I mean, Connor Mundus brings some energy on that offensive line. I, I'm giving him some crap on the sideline here and there, but oh, you, it's, all, it's all out of love, man. It's yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. It's all out of love. Being the camera guy, you really get a stand on the sideline. You really get a whole kind of view of what's going on. Offense goes off. Defense goes off. Like, it's interesting because you guys yeah. get heated sometimes. It's funny. It's funny. But um, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, we gave um, you a long one. I know. I didn't expect – we're almost at 50 minutes. Jeez. Oh, good God. Sorry. I didn't know. It's fine. It's fine. You guys you guys did great. Um, any, any last remarks real quick? Uh, Might have to get, get you guys back going with Juju. Yeah, we'll get Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get the room. And, the room? And maybe we'll try to get JT in. Yeah, we'll try Dude, to get I'll just come J- to the room. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get Hunter get, on, too. I'll talk some yeah, smack we'll get to Coach Hunter. Log maybe get Gatlos in there. Film oh, Gatlos. He wants to be on with Walker. Oh, the Avengrove yeah, type of guys. Stuff. That'd be a great one because Gatlos oh, is very religious and Walker's an atheist. Yes. Uh, if JT does watch this, I just wanted to let him know that I dropped 31 on his high school team and my only win my senior year in basketball. Dang. Nice. Where'd JT go? Central Mountain. He don't. He doesn't mm-hmm. like when I bring it up. So wow. Dang. Throw that in there. No better time. <laughs> uh, JT, uh, this is my last remark and then we can close this. JT, I am coming to look for my gold card. <laughs> Well, JT doesn't have it. Um, again, thank you guys for hopping on. Thanks for having um, us, man. Yeah, definitely. Anytime. Um, make sure subscribe, whatever. Just follow the podcast and share it. That's all I have to say for you listeners. Um, but as we always lead it out, as good old Coach P says, tip of the spear, always, always sharp. sharp. That was a good yeah. one. That was a good one. Attain excellence, guys. Hey, soul sister. Hey, that Mr. Dogs over.